You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it! Welcome back to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. We are going to have a uh, 2020 draft spotlight segment. It's an also, also an NCAA campus report segment as my uh, guest draft eligible this year but is headed the college route. Of course, all the college uh, campus report segments are brought to you by College Hockey Inc., if you're a player or you have one in your family and they are looking to uh, explore all of their avenues, you need to know what they can and can't do to maintain their NCAA eligibility. Uh, give College Hockey Inc. A, a, a try. You can look at their website. You can get in contact with Mike Snee or Nate Ewell, and they will uh, help steer you in the right direction as well. My guest today comes from uh, Team USA, the U.S. National Development Program out of of Plymouth, Michigan. His name is Jake Sanderson, uh, one of the top defensemen available this year. Jake, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. A pleasure to get a chance to speak with you. I know uh, these are uh, awfully weird and strange days uh, with everything basically on hold now. Uh, Where are you these days? You're not in Michigan anymore. No, I left Michigan a couple days ago and I'm in Whitefish, Montana right now. Now, now is that home? Because for uh, the uh, listeners' benefit, you're Jeff Sanderson's son. You were born in, what, 2002, in the middle of his four years with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So were you born out there? I know you're born in the summer, so uh, were you guys at in Montana at that time? Uh, what do you call home? Uh, yes, I was born in Whitefish here, and we've kind of always had like a summer cabin, and we come back here in the summers and sometimes in, in the winters, but... I'd probably say Calgary, Alberta is my home just because, like, my family, like, currently lives up there and my younger brother goes to school up there. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, I mean, very, uh, very dual citizen. A lot of guys just kind of it's uh, on, on paper only, but uh, for you, you do spend a lot of time in Canada. Heck, you have a Canadian uh, uh, phone number as well that we're using right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's interesting as well. You go back and forth a lot then? Yeah, I do go back and forth a lot, especially when I was younger. Like, like I said, during the summertime and even like spring breaks and uh, Christmas time. Yeah, and, and you played in Calgary as as a kid growing up uh, a little bit. Uh, I know I, the sh- um, website I'm looking at, Elite Prospects, only goes back uh, a few years, but your Bantam years you were in Calgary. Did you spend a lot of time? I, I know your dad's final NHL season was up here in Edmonton. Um, so did you spend a lot of time in Alberta after that? Uh, yeah, so I think I was around like 12, 11 or 12 living in Whitefish, and then we moved up to Calgary because my dad, he, like, scouted for the Islanders for a bit okay. and did player de- uh, player development with them. So it was just, like, easier travel. So we moved up to Calgary, and our family's been in Calgary ever since then. Do you feel very, very dual citizen? I, I go back to that again because I, I, I mentioned I talked to a lot of players who have dual citizen, but a lot of times they, you know, very much feel uh, one nationality more than the other. But getting the picture that uh, you you have uh, pretty strong ties to both countries. Yeah, I do. I I guess you could say I'm probably a little bit more American right now just playing for the US team, but mm-hmm. I know I have I have family in both countries, so. Was that an easy decision for you to make uh, to play for the US because uh now at, at the age you're at, I mean, yes, we know what's happened with the World U18s this year, but um I guess there's still time you could uh, change back and, and play for for Canada, but uh, once you get the U18s done, and, and now, um, hockey-wise, you are uh, American. Was it an easy choice for you? Because I, I'm sure you had options both ways. Yeah, um, it, it was an easy decision, like, hockey-wise, and, like, 
playing here, but like the hard decision was like moving away from family at a young age and especially Michigan being pretty far away from Calgary. Yeah. And, and the WHL team that had drafted you at that point was uh, the Kootenai Ice uh, now in Winnipeg. And uh, boy, they've, they've uh, drafted a lot of players. Uh, if everybody had showed up for uh, the Winnipeg Ice, they'd have a pretty good team, but for, for you, yeah. what, was that, was the WHL a, a consideration for you? I know your dad, uh, played in the uh, with the Swift Current Broncos when he was your your age, but uh, for you, was it a, a consideration, or did you always know you were going the college route? Um, when I was younger, I wanted to play in the Western League, but my parents um, both really wanted me to play college, and they just like just said to keep keep uh, like be patient and stuff and wait until something like opens up. And then I started as I got older, I started talking to a couple colleges. Jake Sanderson is my guest defenseman with uh, Team USA, eligible for the 2020 draft, and uh, again, one of the top defensemen uh, ranked by Central Scouting and various other uh, scouting agencies out there as well. Uh, mentioned North Dakota, the, and uh, Elite Prospects uh, has you listed as going in 2021-22. Uh, I know things are really weird right now, but assuming for a second uh, everything gets back to normal here for the fall, where will you be next year? Do you, can you get to North Dakota for next year, or... Uh, is there a season in between where uh, you'll be with somebody else? Um, yeah, I'm going into North Dakota next year. Um, I'm accelerating my like learning at school, and I'm doing like summer classes so I can graduate early and play at okay. North for the next year. Very good. Why North Dakota? Uh, I, it seems like a, a silly question for anybody who's had the chance to go to Grand Forks and, and uh, go into the Ralph, and obviously it's a pretty storied program, produced a lot of NHL talent. But why specifically uh, – for you, was that the right fit? Um, yeah, like you said, the facilities are unbelievable. And I think just like they give you all the tools and stuff to go to the next level and you just have to put in the work. And I also found like the coaching staff very attractive, like, cause they were like, I don't know, they've developed um, defensemen really well. And they were like, North Dakota was the first team to show interest in me. And I, don't know, I just, I thought their sincerity and loyalty was really cool. And I love that. And you said you were going, uh, intending to go this coming season, so that's uh, something for Fighting Sioux or Fighting Hawks uh, fans uh, to uh, look forward to for sure. Um, Jake, tell me about this season with the program. Uh, obviously, you get to play as a 17-year-old, and now this year as well, getting to play with the same guys for a couple of years like that, growing together. It's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the, the NTDP is a great spot, especially if you want to develop and play in the NHL one day. And I think. Like I said, with North Dakota, they give you all the tools and stuff. You just have to put in the work. And going through, like, so much adversity with the guys that we were there with and throughout the two years, I think we kind of, like, we got really tight and stuff. And it kind of, like, showed with our, I don't know, our results this year as we had a pretty strong season. Uh, and for yourself on a personal level, 29 points in, in 47 games uh, this year with the, uh, the U18 squad. Uh, did you consider yourself or did you expect to have offensive numbers like that? Have you, I mean, looking back at your, your stats over the years, there's always been offensive production. So was this pretty much what you were expecting? Um, yeah, I definitely wanted to jump off the page in the offensive side a bit more this year. Cause last year it was pretty tough to produce offense, especially in the USHL and like being younger and just getting used to it. But mm-hmm. definitely, um, at the U18 years, I wouldn't say easier, but like just more comfortable and confident. And obviously with our, our whole team being better, that helped my individual stats as well. 
for those of us who haven't had a chance to watch you play, can you give us a, a self scouting report? What we would, what we should expect to see from Jake Sanderson when we get to watch? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm a smooth skating defenseman. Um, I can I, I close gaps pretty quickly on my opponent, and I'm good at, like taking rushes against and jumping the play after and translate my offense. Well, skating certainly not a surprise to hear you say that. That was something your dad was always really well known for, for sure. Now he being a a, a fast f- a forward, uh, you're a defenseman. Were you always a defenseman uh, as a kid growing up? Um, I played a bit of both when I was younger, and I played a bit of like forward and spring hockey, like during the Pee Wee and Bantam years. But as like as I kept like moving up levels, you had to like try out for a team, and you had to like choose a position. So. Right. I always kind of like gravitated toward defense, just like with the backward skating, and I like well seeing the whole play and seeing it pan out and stuff. Well, it certainly uh, worked out for you uh, to this point. Um, before you get to the next level, what sort of areas of your game are you still trying to fine tune? And you know, a lot of guys would say get bigger and stronger and all of that, but anything technically about your game that you think uh, needs attention the most? Um, I mean, like you said, obviously you need strength in every level you move up, but I don't know. I think you can always in, improve your strengths too. Like I think uh, my skating is a strength, and I don't know. I'm always working to improve that because as you like move up the levels, it gets faster and faster, and you know, skating and shot and accuracy and stuff like that. Growing up with an NHL father, was that an advantage for you? Um, maybe a little bit, I guess. But I know he's not playing the game for me. I have to play it for myself. But he definitely has like. He can give me tips and stuff, and we can talk. And I, don't know, I train with him a bit. He gives me like some drills to do on the ice and stuff. Uh, now, in his last few years in the NHL, you moved around a lot, and I know you were very young at the time. But Columbus and Phoenix and Philly and up here in Edmonton, and as you mentioned, down to Calgary, uh, working with the Islanders. But do you do you remember any of those stops along the way? Anything stand out? Um, I remember living in Phoenix and Edmonton for a bit and going in the locker room and stuff. It was pretty cool. And I remember Phoenix, especially just because like the warm weather and stuff. I'm not really used to that. Sure. Well, and up here in Edmonton, I guess you would have been fairly comfortable then. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a favorite team growing up? I mean, obviously the answer would be whatever team your dad was playing for, but I mean, he was done. You would have been what about six or seven, maybe. Uh, Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I might've been like six or seven. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so I mean, in, um, in Montana, you don't have a, an NHL team right there, but ties to Calgary was, I don't know, did you gravitate to the Flames or something? Uh, I do like the Flames just because it's like my hometown and stuff. But I also liked um, the LA Kings just because Drew Doughty played for them, and he's he's still a big like role model for me, and I like watching him play. Right. Uh, I should ask you about the, the, uh, the NHL draft. Is it something that you're – you spend much time thinking about maybe these days it's, you know, what's happening with the draft. But uh, during the course of the season, did you try to avoid thinking about it uh, so it's not a distraction? Or were you one of the guys that likes to see where you're ranked and kind of use that as motivation? Um, I don't really, I don't, I think I have like a bit of both of that, I guess you could say. Like I do think about it a lot and like every day and I use that as motivation. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't need to look at the rankings and stuff for motivation. I kind of just like steer clear from that and just like focus on what I need to do every day. Well, and when I say everybody basically has you listed as a uh, you know a, a first rounder for sure, and maybe in the higher end of the first round, the the first half. Does that 
does that flatter you? Do you? I mean, there's no pressure, no question you're, if you're going to get drafted. It's just a matter of when. Does it matter when for you? Um, I don't know. Maybe a couple of years ago, obviously, it wouldn't matter when. Just getting drafted would, would be a dream, and it still is. But I think as I got like more confident this year and with like the level I can play at, I think when is a bit important for me as like as the year went on so yeah mm. uh with the u18s getting wiped out um uh, obviously disappointing that you don't uh it's kind of the stanley cup for the uh the u.s uh, national team uh you get to play a couple of years with the program and, and finish things off with the u18 so i imagine there was a lot of disappointment with uh the announcement that that was getting scrapped yeah that was that was heartbreaking news for everybody in the at the NTDP and especially our team, just because we've worked so hard for, for that tournament for two years straight. And we put in so much work and like so much adversity has gone through our team and stuff, but it's not something we can't control. So I don't know. We just got to like get past it, I guess. And a lot of that going on right now, who knows what's happening with the combine and the draft itself, uh, all of those things. So what are you doing right now? Is there part of you that's like, well, I guess I'll just put my feet up and, and wait and see what happens. Or are you training and stuff every day going on? Like, who knows, things could uh, get back to normal right away. Yeah, I am training every day and stuff just in case things do get back to normal. Um, but, yeah, about like I hope the draft and combine don't get postponed. That would be heartbreaking, too. Yeah, and, and who knows, maybe they it's a you know a phone call draft where instead of everybody getting into a – Going to Montreal and sit in the rink together, it's it's all done by phone. That'd be disappointing to some degree, but at least it, the, the event would still go on. Yeah. All right. Well, Jake, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, certainly wish you the best uh, moving forward, and uh, and hopefully everything gets sorted out. Uh, good luck at North Dakota uh, and whatever happens with the draft. But uh, I really appreciate your time today. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. There you have Jake Sanderson from uh, Team USA's U18 squad, and uh, quite the year that he had and one of the uh, top-ranked uh, defensemen in the entire class of 2020. That was the uh, draft spotlight, also the NCAA uh, campus report uh, for this week's episode. All right, one more segment to go. It uh, could be another campus report, as uh, my guest is, I guess, officially no longer a collegiate athlete, but uh, just wrapped up four years at Arizona State and about to turn pro. We'll let him uh, give you the details on that. That's coming up next. Brinson Pashnak from the Arizona State Sun Devils to close out this week's episode next. Pashnak with a fake shot, and he goes the other way, spinning a couple more spins, two or three of them. Brinson Pashnak. Pashnak with a shot. He scores! Far down! Brinson Pashnak, are you serious? Hey, it's Brinson Pashnak from the Arizona State Sun Devils, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Jonathan Taves. Backhand score! Wow, what a goal! Joe Pavelski. And Johnny Gaudreau were stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 